just to dive a, a little bit deeper, you know, just about a year, a little over a year working with nationwide dealers, what's gone well and what's excited you about this channel and, and this group? You know, one of the big things that we learned as, as you know, how important the independent channel really is in, in the overall scheme of the appliance industry, we do want to develop products specifically for independent retailers. We think there's a big opportunity to partner closer and give them a competitive advantage over some other folks. I couldn't agree more that, you know, the independents are so important and, and truly the backbone of, of what we're trying to accomplish. Welcome to the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. We are diving into a fun one today um, with a, a relatively new, we'll call them an infant brand uh, here at Nationwide Marketing Group. They're about a year old, a little over a year old, but Z-Line Kitchen, a brand that itself is about 15 years old, You know, started as a uh, e-commerce focused appliance company and has since, you know, over the years, uh, really taken a hold of and shown a lot of interest in developing stronger ties and relationships with the independent retail channel. And even though it's only been, you know, barely 12 months of working with Nationwide um, and our dealers here, it's awesome to see sort of the commitment they they have and uh, the level of interest and, um, you know, desire to work closer with our dealers. And today we've got Mason Watkins, the marketing director, and Derek Fry, director of sales at Z-Line, hopping on uh, to talk about you know, the brand itself, diving into this attainable luxury uh, descriptor and tagline that they use for their products and, um, you know, everything from what they see this marketplace looking like to how they're working with independents and all sorts of awesome initiatives that the Z-Line team is working on here. So uh, we got this drop in week of prime time. So they're excited. I know, you know, looking forward to getting down to Orlando and being in front of our dealers and uh, just a, a great group of individuals and you can kind of feel the culture of the company kind of uh, shine through in this podcast. It was a lot of fun to talk with them, a uh, team based out there in Reno and Lake Tahoe, a uh, fun portion of the country and working on some, uh, you know, unique products and, and awesome in an awesome category that they're having a lot of success in right now. So we're, we're going to dive into it. This is Mason Watkins and Derek Fry of Z-Line Kitchen here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast, and uh, always fun recording around prime time because it's crunch time and no one's busy, right? So, uh, you know, why not take the time and record a podcast and have some fun while we're doing it? And we get to do it today uh, with a vendor partner. Uh, just about a, a year, I think I'm going to say maybe a little bit over a year at this point in in with Nationwide Marketing Group, but the the team from Z Line Kitchen coming on, Mr. Mason Watkins, marketing director, and, and Derek. Uh, Fry, Director of Sales, appreciate you guys. I know, you know, for us as Nationwide, we're busy. I can imagine for you guys as well, you know, doing this twice a year. I, you know, you get into the mode of doing it, but you got to be pretty busy as well, I imagine. Yeah, no, we're 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 absolutely busy. Everybody's making, you know, final minute changes to, you know, design, not necessarily design changes, but, you know, what do we want to have in the booth? Where, you know, do we have um, all the, the Palooza ready to go? Um, you know, all those show specials, everything, um, you know, getting them all lined up and everything ready so that, you know, come showtime, everything's ready to rock and roll. There's definitely a lot that goes into it. And, you know, the the entire team for us behind it, um, it, it is totally a team effort um, because without, you know, um, Garrett and Michael and Brant and those guys, um, you know, there's no way we'd be able to get done um, what, what we're doing this year, especially with a bigger booth this year. So 
Yeah, well, that I was going to ask, but we'll dive into you guys in a second. I'm more interested, obviously, now that we're talking about it, the show. You know, what what is it? Um, you know, when you think about a booth, we'll see the booth at, at primetime that you guys have and everything that goes there. What's the difference between like, a, you know, when you go to a buying show with your booth there as opposed to what a, what a you know, industry person or, or someone attending like an NKBA or another industry show would see as opposed, you know, in, in those in between those two booths? Yeah, I, I think in, in in kind of in years past, we've had a, a much bigger presence at, you know, a KBiz or an NKBA um, than we have at, at primetime in the past. Um, you know, that being said, this year we're going with a bigger booth um, because we want to, you know, we've got such a wide array uh, of color options and different products and and different things that we can, we can really show um, that we haven't really presented before. And so that was kind of the idea behind the bigger booth. Let's get more product out there. Let's show them, you know, our autograph edition stuff that, you know, you can replace all the handles, the knobs and, and color choices and make it really your own um, customizable range to centerpiece of your kitchen. And so um, in order to do that, you got to have a bigger booth. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Awesome. Well, cool to hear. And we're obviously excited to see it. Uh, you know, when we get down there, there to Orlando, uh, lots of fun going on, but you know we'll we'll dive in now to to you guys. Uh, you heard a little bit about the the booth and kind of everything, but uh, you know Derek, director of sales, Mason, I, he talked already. I'll I'll let you go. You know, what, what, let's go. Tell us about yourself. Get some words on this podcast. Sure. Sure, Rob, thanks for having us. Yeah, um, yeah, Mason Watkins, director of marketing. I've been with the company just under five years. And uh, yeah, it's been amazing to watch the growth of this company and kind of the splash and the impression that we're making on what is historically been, in my opinion, a stagnant industry and, and it's now evolving, especially when we look at the uh, state of things in terms of e-commerce and, and, and digital presence, which is how we you know, made our impression. And so from my time with the company in the last five years, we've grown exponentially in digital presence and we've been able to create a community and really, um, you know, it, lead a trend more or less of what we've seen with e-commerce availability of appliances. And I think it's really cool to see now that we have competitors that are, you know, following suit and, you know, it's just as, you know, as it is important to grow that independent retailer network, it's uh, become more prevalent to have that digital presence and to, to really uh, capitalize on telling that brand story. And so that's been my MO and um, my, my background is in, you know, front end web development, digital advertising, uh, SEO and and it's been really exciting to kind of see what we've been able to do with Zline and to scale that out and now competitors are following in that in that space. So yeah, certainly interesting. And you're kind of speaking our MO when it's all about story and, and, and talking and um, being able to get that message out there. I think especially you, you know five years you talk about half that time you've been spending it you know there while a pandemic's going on. So getting the message yeah. out there and a story and you know your name out there while all that's happening certainly important. Right. I know we saw it on the on the retail side. I imagine on the brand side as well. So that had to be interesting to you know get sort of you're, you're getting comfortable, and then all of a sudden a pandemic gets thrown at you. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say the mo with Z Line and, and and kind of our central theme is that we've always been in the right uh, place at the right time and, and capitalizing on opportunities that present themselves. Um, you know, five years ago from now, we you know our bread and butter is ranges, and it still is. Um, since then, we've expanded our product line into the entire kitchen suite and offering that value add of, you know, accents and customizable finishes and um, really offering the customers, uh, a, you know, mid-tier luxury appliances is something that really stands out from the rest of the crowd. And it's, a, you know, just overall, it's really exciting to see. Yeah, awesome. And I know we're going to dive into that in a little bit, but uh, Derek, how about how about you? Background, 
kind of where you come from and, and what what's uh what's at your seat yeah um my background um i you know i i don't have an appliance background i moved out here to um reno three years ago and was lucky enough to answer a, a, a craigslist ad where i was like these guys are either completely crazy or this is the best <laughs> opportunity of my life uh it turned out to be the best opportunity of my life but um, i've got a background um, i was in oil and gas executive for a little bit living down in texas um, and then got into kind of the software um, and tech side of things for a little bit um, and then you know kind of took a chance and moved out here and, and it, it it really just has been an unbelievable ride since stepping in the door um and, and so it's it, it's really a unique place to work in, in a sense that the the culture and the environment here um is something that is unlike any other workplace that I've ever been at um you know we're we're fortunate enough to to have 100% growth you know year over year for the last couple of years um, and that that means that we're hiring a lot of people and we have done, you know, Sid and, and Zach and, and Haley have done such an amazing job of, of just not necessarily hiring for the position, but finding the right people to hire and then finding a position that fits them. Um, and so that has really allowed us um, because when you have that kind of growth, you're going to have so many people doing so many different things. Um, and it's really allowed us to continue to keep pace with the amount of sales that we've seen. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, culture is as big of a thing as I can say about Z-Line. Um, and, and we are going to try to, um, we've we got a great big video board um, for our booth. So we are going to try to show some of that culture uh, at this show. So I, I, I would tell um, all the listeners to stop by and really kind of check it out because it's, we do some really, really cool things. We you know, we 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 donated 140,000 masks during during the crisis. You know, we we did a music and miracles uh, just recently with, yeah. with the Beach Boys, where we raised 1.8 million dollars. Wow. Um, and so, you know, the guy uh, to to, yeah. my, to my left here was actually opened for the Beach Boys. So, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and, and our CMO and, and Zach, you know, they're in hourly rate. They're in a band. And so, again, it, it goes back to that culture thing. Uh, you know, really just kind of the vibe that that goes to the office and. And, and that trickles down to the dealers that work with us. If you ask them, you know, they'll be like, Z-Line is just a little different. We do things differently. We'd like to take care of our customers. We'd like to uh, respond as quickly as possible. You know, we've got things in place that, that at the end of the day, your experience with us is, is, is going to be a good one. So all in all, nice that you weren't catfished, whatever the professional version of that would yeah. be off of Craigslist yeah. for the judge, basically, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, cool to hear. And, uh, you know, you guys got a lot of awesome things happening. Um, and you, you mentioned the, just the, the way the brand has kind of expanded, you know, you, the, the thing I like your when you visit the website, first thing you see is this whole theme of attainable luxury. And, and that descriptor is kind of the tagline that you guys use. And, uh, leaning maybe more towards a Mason question here, but I get both of your sure. perspective on, you know, what, what, first of all, what does that mean? What does attainable luxury mean? We'll start there. Absolutely. Well, I think, um, you know, it speaks for itself, certainly. And that's kind of, that was our intention with developing a tagline because our value proposition to customers at the end of the day has always been, you know, let's give them a quality product that is a more approachable price point. And, Really what we're doing, I mean, we're not really skimping on any quality or features when it comes to any of our product categories. In fact, I would argue and say that we're leaders in, in, in many of them. Um, but when it comes to attainable luxury, it's more of a descriptor of the feeling that we want customers to feel, to have the opportunity to own something luxurious, to, to be proud of what they have in their kitchen, to create an experience that 
you know, isn't, is unlike, you know, the standard. And I think that when we think about, you know, the, you know, luxury brands out there and really what makes them luxury is the scarcity, right. Or, or how, you know, attainable they might be in terms of, you know, who, who can have them and, and, and who, dicks, who dictates that. Right. And so I think that's really how we're trying to make a splash and make, you know, make a unique name for us and stand out is, you know, to provide that, that experience for our customers, um, especially when it comes to the kitchen, the heart of the home where we're spending most time. And, you know, of course you mentioned the pandemic and, you know, folks are spending more time in their homes than ever. And I think that's one of the, the things that we've done well is aligned well with that timing and, and communicating that in all of our branding. And, you know, like Derek mentioned, we're going to have a big booth at, uh, at the show and a lot of that uh, content and that messaging is going to be present there. And it's brand new to us and it's really exciting for our dealers and for our customers alike. But uh, yeah, attainable luxury is certainly something that's allowed us to stand out. And I think that it's going to be a unique value proposition for us for the long term. Absolutely. So awesome to hear. Um, makes perfect sense to me. Now, when you turn it around and talk to a retailer about that, about what that means and how they can kind of leverage it and, and, you know, use it in their own stores to promote the, the product, you know, what, what type of customer are they looking for? What sort of things would you tell them to help them, you know, in, in their promotion of the Z line, uh, you know, brand? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that it's a value from top down, right? I think if it, it doesn't matter the context, if we're talking to a customer directly through our through our website messaging and through our experience there, I think that dealers and independent retailers across the nation can can tap into that and to leverage some of that imagery and symbolism that we offer because I think quite frankly, that's one of the more attractive elements of our branding is the imagery and uh, the product design, I think speaks for itself as well. But I do believe that, and, and, and given the current, you know, state of the economy with inflation and, and consumer spending behavior, I think that, you know, now more than ever, these retailers can can definitely tap into the the feeling and, and, and reach a wider, you know, audience, right? People that weren't really qualified, that we wouldn't consider as qualified customers for this tier of, you know, quality appliances, right? I think that now we're expanding into more of that. And I think that we're getting a lot of people that are discovering that maybe it is within their reach. And additionally, I would argue that even for the people of the upper tier that are looking for luxury no matter what the the price tag is i still believe that our value offered in the quality and the functionality of our products is attractive to them as well i think i i mean i can personally attest to many customers you know speaking highly of our product after they've had you know a less than favorable experience with something that is twice as much right and 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 maybe you know claims to have all the bells and whistles but at the end of the day i think it boils down to the experience that we're giving our customers and that we're having those interactions directly with them. I mean, it kind of, you know, I, I can say personally that when we get people in our showroom, you know, at our headquarters in Reno, they, they instantly walk in the door and they're like, the, you know, there's a really cool vibe. There's something special going on that's unique to the industry. And we want to offer that and maybe allow for our independent retailers to tap into that, that same, you know, attitude and, and have it emanate throughout their customer base. To, to each yeah. of you, what, what is it, what is that thing that you think differentiates the Z-Line brand? Like if you had to put your finger on it, if there, I don't know if there is one thing necessarily or, but you know, in, in how you would sum it up, what is it that differentiates you? Yeah, absolutely. I like I mentioned, I think what differentiates any company comes down to customer service, right? And understanding how you can make 
you know, and turn your customers into your biggest brand ambassadors, right? And, you know, through word of mouth, through referrals. And I think that, you know, when we've focused on the quality of how we take care of our customers and the things that we're willing to do to make things right, you know, I think any any company can attest to having had experiences where something didn't go right for the customer. And, you know, and depending on how they handled it, it can make or break their reputation, right? And so that's where we really choose to invest our resources into understanding how can we, you know, make our customers that have, haven't had a great experience, our biggest brand ambassadors and our reviews to our product across all of our listings can attest to that to our reviews on, on our own account. Um, I, I think it really comes down to that. And I think that's, a, you know, a generally a focus that can allow bigger, you know, the businesses to scale generally. And that's kind of what we've done in in partnership with our brand presence digitally you know i think that's been you know the key attributes to our success there yeah no um and and i'll just kind of piggyback a little bit off of what mason said and and to to take it one step back a little bit about kind of the the customer too that the dealer should be looking for is um you you know we've got a, a really attractive builder packages that have caught on with, with builders, right? So there's kind of different segments. Yep. Um, so we kind of got the builder side that that I would encourage your listeners to, to take a, a dive in at. But then we've also got like the the customer that's going to be coming in the door. And it, it really starts with with Drew Pearson and the, the creative team and then the content that they put together. And then Mason and, and his team really takes that and pushes it through our marketing and social media channels to really create a dedicated Z-Line customer that um, from after speaking with a lot of dealers, really they're shocked at how dedicated to Z-Line are, right? They're usually typically a little bit younger um, because we've got such a great kind of social media presence um, along those lines. Um, typically it's a first time home buyer or um, someone that's um, potentially doing a kitchen remodel on, on a, a house that they just bought. Um, you know, it's usually typical, typically a little bit younger uh, of a customer than than your traditional um, kitchen appliances. And it's it's oftentimes because they want to experience that luxury. They want to experience, you know, everybody wants an iPhone. Everybody wants, you know, the nice phone, the nice um, car, the nice product, the nice clothes. Um, and so I think that that younger first time home buyer, because we've seen more millennials right now buy homes than in, in years past. Um, and I think that's really helped our growth, uh, especially Mason and his team on all those social channels. Um, and then to, to kind of follow up to your second question on the, um, you know, what what separates us um, to be point blank, everyone is going to screw up, but we will do everything right to make it right when we do screw up. Um, and, and that is a promise that, um, you know, that comes from our owner, Andy Zero, um, and he gives us the ability, um, you know, he's such a family oriented person. Um, he treats all of his workers like family, um, and he expects us to treat all of the customers like family. Um, and so literally, if, if, if our customers aren't satisfied, we've got the ability to do whatever it takes uh, to make sure that they are satisfied. Because like like Mason said, at the end of the day, they then turn into our biggest brand ambassador because they're going to tell 10 friends about the unbelievable customer service that they got because of shipping damage on a range that literally had nothing to do with us. Um, but we want to make sure that their experience is still at the end of the day, a luxury experience because we are a luxury brand. Absolutely. And one of the interesting things, you know, you guys are talking like a, a brand that's been around forever doing this and has it figured out, uh, crazy to find out, you know, 15 years old, like it was still a very young brand in the grand scheme of this industry. And, um, first of all, congrats to, to everyone there that, you know, hitting that, that mark and, uh, pretty, pretty cool to be able to celebrate that. And, you know, is that 
maybe a contributing factor because it is such a young brand that like there still is that you know not that you know as you age you, you don't wouldn't be able to do this but you know to be able to pivot and learn and sort of still evolve the business because it is so young yeah i i think again that goes back to like the culture that we talked yeah. about earlier yep. right um, and it's like i really you know we have plans of you know, becoming the biggest appliance manufacturer in the world, right? Everybody that's in, that, that is in this industry does. But, you know, I I still don't, I still want to see us have the same culture that we have today as we grow that big to be able to take care of the needs on a dime for our dealers, because not everybody, not everybody, every, every dealer is the same. Not every customer is the same. Everything is going to be a unique situation. And so our challenge is going to be, as we continue to grow, how do we keep that same frame of mindset and that same culture that we currently have? Mm -hmm. But I promise you every decision we make is a decision on how do we make it easier to do business with us, to do business with our dealers, to do business for our customers? Because at the end of the day, if we make it easier to do business, we're going to have more customers. So it literally goes through a checkpoint of, does this make it easier to do business or harder to do business? And if it does, if it's harder to do business, it's not getting entertained. Oh, makes sense. Uh, Mason, anything to add on that? Yeah, absolutely. I think from more of the marketing standpoint, it's a two-pronged approach. And like uh, Derek said, you know, I mean, you have a traditional customer, so to speak, and they're more familiar with the, the you know, longstanding brands out there. And I think that with millennials buying more homes than ever, we're really tapping into a new type of customer and they're more savvy digitally. Right. And so tapping, you know, to tie that back into what we've been able to do in the digital sphere with social media, with uh, working with, you know, social media influencers and kind of tapping into these micro communities of new, newly qualified home buyers that are qualified for, you know, the mid tier luxury appliances. I think that's what we've done. And now we're kind of working to bring up the back end of targeting those existing customers that are new to Z-Line that are considering, you know, maybe some of the experiences that have been had with existing competitors. Let's give these guys a shot. Let's better understand. And once we have them in that consideration, I think it's, you know, pretty easy for us to tell the story to get them bought into what we're doing from a culture perspective. And that, you know, that, that transcends not just working with our customers, but working with, you know, doing business with us and working with our retailers. And so I think that's what it really boils down to. Slightly, you know, off topic and, and tangent, interesting to, you know, see that this is a brand that's based out of Lake Tahoe, not necessarily an appliance hotbed. Like, does that play into <laughs> any of this at all? Like when you think about where other brands traditionally reside, it's not, it's not Lake Tahoe. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah, no, I think it's a unique story and that and that ties back in, you know, we've been in business for 15 years and our owner, Andrew Zero, started off, you know, um, directly manufacturing, designing range hoods and kitchen ventilation after he had, you know, uh, his experiences with looking to purchase range hoods and seeing a huge opportunity to, you know, offer that value to better understand, you know, in what ways can I change this industry having had my own experiences with remodeling my home and designing that. And so um, originally, you know, moving from the Midwest out here was a strategic move for the company to expand distribution. And since then, you know, uh, we've chosen Reno, I think Reno um, and, and like Tahoe and the surrounding areas is a great hotbed for growth and for, you know, not only workforce capital, but just um, you know, for, for our branding purposes, I mean, tying it to Lake Tahoe where, you know, there's many of us in our 
workforce and, and, and headquarters here that are so tied into the outdoors that are so active. And so that definitely emanates in our culture. And we're certainly inspired by that, uh, you know, endless beauty found in our surroundings. That's, that's, you know, directly from our brand story. And certainly we want to allow that to emanate into our product design, into the overall impression that we get. I, I think it's the biggest synergy that we have that, that ties in and, and it just makes sense. And we're, you know, happy to have the opportunity to have headquarters here. It's been a great move for the company. I mean, at the yeah. very least, it keeps me on your website longer because looking at those mountains <laughs> and just the giant lake and it's just, it's gorgeous, first of all. And then you get into the appliances and they're gorgeous and it's just, it all kind of blends together, like you say. Absolutely. And, and you know, I like I mentioned, it's like, how do you not take advantage of that opportunity to tell that story, especially since it's so ingrained in everything that we do. And many of us, like I mentioned, you know, outdoor enthusiasts that are, you know, conscious of, of, of what we're doing in our, you know, environment and, and, and that actually can even be more connected to what we're doing from a sustainability initiative, which is, um, you know, in the works, certainly, but looking to stand out and become unique and, and allow that to be a differentiator for us as well. I think that we really take that to heart and uh, there'll be more to come on that. Yeah, in the coming- I, I know you mentioned more to come. I see the story. I'm, I have the page up. I'm looking at it right now. Talk. What can you talk about? You know, what, why is that a push? And, and then sort of what's going on there and, and what excites yeah. you about it? Uh, yeah, so absolutely. And, you know, I think it, it goes without saying that there's, um, you know, things happening with climate change and 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 just looking globally the way, um, you know, waste is contributing to some of these issues. I think that, you know, naturally for us and, and for being a younger company and more conscious about sustainability and conservation and, and, you know, on that topic, I mean, we've donated plenty, um, you know, to initiatives to, you know, for conservation around like Lake Tahoe, for instance. So like tying back into being outdoor enthusiasts and, and really appreciating our environment, we've contributed a lot to making sure that environment locally is something that we're proud to be a part of and to contribute to that. Um, but moreover, we're looking to um, make a bigger impact in terms of the industry and to really stand out and in terms of what can we do in terms of our part and in, in, in getting efficient with our manufacturing process and making an impact so that we can, you know, have an environment where we're going to be around for much longer and create and, and, you know, that's good for business. It's good for consumers. And I think that our new age of, of newly qualified consumers can, you know, identify with that and are very tied into some of the things going on with the environment and with the way companies are operating. And not only is a big value add, but it, it's more or less our obligation to ensure that we have something that will be long, longstanding and sustainable for the future. And so we uh, are currently working with net zero to become net zero, right? Or N zero, I should say, but um, looking to better understand where can we off put some of that, you know, production, um, you know, and, and, and the things that are contributing to the carbon emissions and, and where can we look for opportunities to, you know, recycle metals and things like that. And so more will come on that, but certainly very important to us and to our culture. Yeah, absolutely. No, awesome story to hear. And, um, you know, great video, little plug for the video that's on the website. People can go watch and learn more about all that stuff, all the sustainability efforts you guys have going on. Cause, uh, awesome to see. So, um, but yeah, so diving a little more specifically, a little more focused on uh, the here and now. What what what's sort of the outlook in this space for you guys over the next, you know, six to the back half of this year? You know, we got prime time now, but like looking to the back half of 22, 23, um, you know, any anything you guys are excited about from industry-wise to your own product stuff? Uh, what, what's going on with Z-Line? Yeah, we we you know, speaking of COVID, COVID kind of pushed some 
some product development stuff back, you know, a year or two. I don't um, think you're alone so, there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'll speak a little bit about Q4 kind of 2022 and, and 2023 a little bit, but um, we were, we're really, really so excited. Um, we're going to have 30, 36 and 42 inch um, built in refrigeration finally, um, which I know there's a long waiting list for those out there on the market. There's not a lot of people that have them. So, you know, we're really kind of expecting um, some sales to really explode with those, especially when we come in and kind of disrupt the market at an attainable price point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, you know, I would encourage uh, encourage your listeners to stop by and ask some more questions about those. But, um, you know, we'll also have um, uh, counter depth, uh, not just counter depth refrigeration. We'll also have full refrigeration coming out. Um, it'll be um, capacity size. It'll be the industry leader. Um, we'll have under cabinet beverage centers, um, wine coolers, um, and then also uh, washers and dryers as well. Um, so, you know, we're working going to continue to expand, um, you know, 2023, one of the things uh, we don't have a, a set date on it, but I believe it's going to be mid mid year potentially um, is uh, we're going to have a smart line, smart line of products. Um, so ranges, range hoods, fridges, mm-hmm. uh, all that stuff will be interconnected. Um, and a lot of that stuff um, we're going to release to uh, independents, um, right? And so that they, you know, one of the big things that we that we learned as as growing, you know, how important the independent channel really is in, in the overall scheme of the appliance industry. Um, and so, you know, releasing, you know, as we develop more and more products, we do want to develop products specifically for independent retailers because after talking and. and I'm not going to call out any names, but after talking to dealers and hearing about kind of the issues that they're having with some other manufacturers, um, we think there's a big opportunity to partner closer, partner uh, a little bit better and, and develop some products specifically for uh, the independents um, and give them a, maybe a, a competitive advantage over some other folks. And so um, that's really kind of where our our mindset is on product development and, and gearing, um, you know, the, this our brand is we want to partner as closely as we can with the independent market because uh, at the end of the day, they literally are the final bow on our presentation, right? Um, and, and it's just a perfect luxury, attain- attainable luxury that when they can come in, put the bow on it, offer that delivery, offer that install service, you know, do those final those final touches. They, they really are the final part of our family that drops off, you know, the present to the customer. Um, and so that's that's why we're so excited to work with the independents and, and so excited about what's coming down the line for the independents. Well, that's awesome to hear. And I, I know listeners, um, you, know, you hear that kind of commitment. They've got to be excited as well, I'm sure, to, to hear that from you guys. And uh, just to dive a, a little bit deeper, you know, like we said at the top, just about a year, a little over a year working with nationwide dealers. Um, you know, what's what's gone well and what's excited you about this channel and, and this group? Oh, man. Um, first off, I need to really, really give a huge, huge thanks um, to John Lang and the entire uh, NMG team. Um, Those guys just, um, you know, I personally can't thank John enough for for the guidance and support and his entire team has given us, provided us, especially as we we get newer and working with independents. But literally in talking and working with dealers as you know, we continue to grow at at a phenomenal rate within within nationwide, which is really exciting. But but the feedback for that product development for for products for them, as well as you know because we're we started out as an e-commerce type 
you know, company selling on the e-commerce way, we didn't really have a lot of dealer programs. And so, you know, we're revising all of our dealer programs. So we're going to have a bunch of new co-ops and, and um, volume rebates and all those things that these dealers want to see, you know, stop by our booth because we're going to have a laundry list of things, uh, goodies for you guys. Um, So it's, it's just really, we have learned so much from, from the NMG team about how to really tailor our programs to the independent side to make it more attractive for them. Um, and again, just a complete thanks to, to the whole nationwide marketing group. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Mason, do you have anything? For, I don't know how closely you work. As no, I mean, Derek, I'm, but... I'm cert- <laughs> <laughs> certainly, no, I mean, like, like Derek touched on earlier, the way we, we have many people doing many things. And so I have an indirect exposure to nationwide and, and, and the endeavors there, but certainly it's been exciting to see some of the, um, you know, development that we've seen with those policies, right? And and to reiterate, I think I couldn't agree more that these, you know, the independents are so important and and truly the backbone of of what we're trying to accomplish in terms of scalability and in terms of, you know, reaching those, you know, more of those newly qualified customers and and more of the existing customers that are looking for something new and looking for an upgrade and and you know and we're we're that company to provide that to them and for you know, the, the company to afford those independents to rely on to, you know, really leverage, you know, some captivating brand marketing, something that's truly unique to the industry. And I think that uh, one thing that's really exciting that personally I've been a part of is uh, developing more opportunities for independents to uh, work with us on co-op advertising opportunities and to um, really develop a repository of some just captivating content that, um, you know, that, that's, you know, to rewind a little bit, one of the initiatives that we've always done kind of on a per case basis is work with independents and, and vendors of, you know, all, all sizes to better assist them with their marketing approach. And, and for me, you know, my approach has always been how to best capture the digital space and, and really working with them. It's now meeting them in the middle of how can we get integrated and really convey that consistent branding message? How can we, you know, best arm you or give you the resources that you need to so that your business can flourish and to really best tell the Z-Line story, right? And I think that it's a win-win on both sides. It works out both ways, but really expanding more opportunities to work with independents of all sizes and and all levels because, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's helping all, all of us. And I think it's just a really exciting opportunity for everyone that's a, a stakeholder. No, that's awesome. And cool to hear you both talk about it because even myself coming from the... Uh, the, the trade media side, the publication side. Nice to see that, you know, sales and marketing can coexist and talk to I couldn't agree more. I mean, if you ask me personally, Rob, it's, it's all bottom line, right? At the end of the yeah. day, it, it's all bottom line. I mean, there's a lot of um, things that are nice to have, but you have to look at the must-haves, right? Exactly. So things that are big focuses for us and must-haves are making sure that when you know customers step into any one of our independent retailers in that network, they're going to get a consistent experience that is aligned with what we want to offer directly yep. to our consumers. And I know that what we've done up to this point is, you know, made a great impression, and we're looking to expand on that and to you know offer that more and to provide those independents with more resources to do that and to better assist their customers at the end of the day. No, oh, that's awesome. Well, to put a bow on this, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys taking the time and and you know, shedding a little light on the Z-Line brand and everything you got going on. And uh, awesome to hear, like I said, you know, all the things you've got happening for our independent dealers um, and for the nationwide family. So 
Uh, safe travels down to Orlando, and you know yeah. we'll, we'll be seeing you guys soon before we know it. All right. Are you going to be at the show? I certainly will be. I'll be there, you know, mic Sunday. and camera and all that sort of good stuff in hand. So <laughs> Sunday right night we're, we're, and I don't know if this is going to air before the show or right after it, but um, Sunday night we are doing, uh, we have appetizers and drinks available for anybody at Wreckers Sports Bar there in the Gaylord. Um, Sunday night from 8 to 11. There's no other NMG event going on. So there's no reason why you can't come grab a bite to eat, grab a bite to drink. We don't have to talk business. Just show up, introduce yourselves, and say hello. Well, hey, I'll swing by. That sounds good to me. So <laughs> invite, you heard it. Invites out to everyone listening. So <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys. Yep. Have a good one, man. Really thank appreciate you, Rob. it, Rob. Awesome. And thanks again to Mason and Derek. I know uh, you know we said it at the top, but trying to get a squeeze a podcast in the week of a uh, show starting is something something special. Uh, but no, I appreciate them finding the time and working it into their schedules and uh, shedding some really cool light and, and information about the Z-Line brand uh, here on the podcast. So we appreciate it. And as always, I appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.